0: hello everyone this is the queer history channel i am your host blythe smith with all of the most fascinating queer history news um the last episode discussed issues around terminology and how people self-identify and using their terms versus modern terms based on how they describe themselves um so go and listen to that uh because it does affect how we refer to people within this podcast. This week uh, we'll be covering some more recent history, and some of it is currently going on so it's a hot topic, Um, the issue of the United Methodist Church and the essentially anti-gay legislature within their book of discipline. So, and per usual, all my sources will be listed in the description. So, in 1972, post Stonewall, um, the General Conference added a lot of different things that were um, homophobic, um, and for and so. while they were simultaneously welcoming of other sexualities, the Book of Discipline also said they were not. Um, some people cite this as being a reaction to Stonewall and the visual uprising of the gay movement, gay rights movement, um, but one of the most commonly known like known quotes that is often quoted in news articles is um, from the book of discipline is, the United Methodist Church does not condone the practice of homosexuality and considers this practice incompatible with Christian teaching. Um, and this was something that did not go over well with a lot of people within the Methodist Church because there's a reason why there's jokes about Methodists being the most chill. Because overall, congregations, they don't really care. Um, but yeah, so all of the things that were kind of added in to the Book of Discipline made it so clergy could not be what they considered a practicing homosexual, um, and if they were gay, they were essentially kicked out, um, and not allowed to be clergy. Um, some people, um, had their essentially, their license to be clergy revoked, and they were no longer allowed in the church. Um, and in reaction to this, an organization that was originally called, uh, yeah, in July 1975, this is coming from their their own history statement, in July 1975, the United Methodist Gay Caucus was organized in Illinois, um, it was later renamed Gay United Methodists, uh, and then later they were named into what they're still currently named Affirmations. Um, the founders of it were Gene Leggett and Rick Husky. Husky, I can read, um, and. Uh, they also brought in some other people to help. Uh, uh, some of the names are Peggy Harmon and Michael Collins, and um, among other people, I've I interviewed one of uh, the people involved. He came on as kind of the treasurer. I believe he was the treasurer, um, and he's from Kansas. He actually participated in, um, I guess you can call it, like, a summer camp, but it's only a week. It's like a week-long program. It's called Institute, and it's United Methodist Program, in which kids come, stay at Baker for about a week and just kind of have fun and do different activities, and there's almost like different classes as well, um, and so that's his link to Baker, but he was one of the founding members and he did a lot, lot of work with them a lot of running around at general conferences trying to get it the issue removed and this was essentially from the get-go that people were trying to get these things removed um and he a lot of what he had to say was people were accepting and he was kind of a leader by accident but people were very accepting and there were a lot of people in the church and there still are a lot of people in the church that are like, why is this a thing? Why is there something against this? Um, and he shared kind of his story around and his story of being gay when he, uh, in Kansas post-Stonewall. Um, but yeah, so Affirmation was working to lay a foundation for, like, education, organizing and empowerment in the church. and there I, I am i'm certain they're still around because their website is still up um and so gen, like since then every year there's been an attempt to get the general conference to change these things and recently uh in recent and more even more recent history um the Uh, United Methodist Queer Clergy Caucus, uh, more with a specific goal of how of making it so clergy can continue to do their job as clergy, regardless of whether or not they're straight or gay, um, or bi or pan or whatever, or trans, too. and. They proposed at this most recent General Conference, which was in February uh, of 2019, uh, so this year, um, at the most recent General Conference, they proposed what was called the Simple Plan. And it's called the Simple Plan because literally all it was was like, let's remove the language that's homophobic. Let's remove the anti-LGBT plus language. And that was essentially it. It, of course, was the first to be shot down. Um, and what the General Conference decided to do is they went the route of possibly the worst one. And that's called that was called the Traditional Plan. Um, the Traditional Plan essentially makes the language stays. And, um, if anything makes it a little worse, um, I don't know a whole lot about it because I have not been able to look at it, um, but it is up at the United Methodists, uh, website about the whole thing and, like, how things would change. Um, there's now, as a case, there are church... There are churches considering perhaps leaving. If they leave, there's issues of being discussed of, okay, do we maintain ownership of the building? Um, do we keep our pensions? Um, what would what's going to happen if there's a split? But this is incredibly in the future, um, and it's this it's this huge historic thing because we're watching. A church potentially split. The first time the Methodist Church split, it was over it was before the Civil War. It was over slavery. That was, that's the reason why they're called the, it's called the United Methodist Church because it came back together. Um, but yeah, the first time the United Methodist Church split, it was over slavery. So slavery and gays is, like, what this is... Is, like, apparently the founding reasons of why a church in America will split. But the thing is, the United Methodist Church isn't just an American church. There's Methodists all over the world. Um, There's United Methodist Churches in Africa and Europe. Um, And I think a couple in Asia as well. Um, But a bulk of the churches that usually show up at the General Conference are... um, american surprise surprise but anyway it's really it's this huge complicated thing of like nothing is set in stone until um probably a couple years from now because now they're now i they're having to decide whether or not it like goes against the church's constitution this plan um whether What's going to happen to funding for Methodist universities? um, That kind of thing. What's going to happen to like different programs they're doing? What's going to happen to like mission work? What's going to happen to like certain conferences? How are conferences going to be rearranged if something were to happen? Um, These are all pensions, of course. These are all things that are being discussed. Um, What to do with clergy that are out? That kind of thing. Um, but it definitely has caused some issues. This kind of event going on. Um, I know my dad. He works for a uh, Methodist church up in Michigan, and one of the uh, one of the women in his choir actually left after the decision was made. Um, but for now, really, this doesn't really very much affect anyone, for the most part, at this moment in time. It, the effects of it will come within the next year, um, and there's clearly a lot of people against this because it, the conference in California is putting out very bold statements of, we do what we want. Um, as a whole, the, the like congregation of United Methodist Churches Are okay with this so um but yeah this this was this week's episode of queer history with more recent history talking about the united methodist church and how and like all of the issues around like homophobia and its most recent history there might be so it's a little bit of a current events podcast today so there might be an update later on This is the Queer History Channel.